Okay, so before the episode starts, this is just a quick um, kind of like me from the future speaking about the episode of the past. Well, this episode has been recorded on the 21st of July in 2023. Yes, I was kind of like pre-producing episodes and then as you might know, the whole thing happened where I kind of like was contemplating if I should stop the podcast or not. Well, just to be really um, honest with you guys, this situation that I'm talking about or generally my mood of what I was going through during that time, that was at the end of July. And I really, you know, I just listened to the episode and I think it's totally inspiring. I really love those rambling episodes as they allow me to um, channel my thoughts freely and and engage with you in this way and I really do hope and I actually know this for a fact that this is going to inspire you guys this is going to get you thinking in different directions and that honestly is all that matters to me really to to create this vortex of energy where we can together um, enforce some positive changes for all our lives so we can benefit all together as a collective and yeah with this being said have fun with the episode and i hope to see you on my youtube channel as well at cedar moon welcome back to episode number 45 of the witches hond podcast so if you do not know this podcast if you maybe have stumbled across it because of the title then welcome this is the witch's hunt and i'm your host anna aka cedar moon i am a taurus eclectic witch i'm a tarot reader and also lover of all things occult and witchy in this podcast i talk about spirituality life as a modern witch but some episodes they differ from the norm because in some episodes i really dive into the core questions of life and into questions that seem to be on my mind they they don't leave me alone <laughs> you could say they they don't give me a break these questions so i tend to really write them down one at a time whenever they come up well the recent question i had or the recent topic for the podcast actually came up when i was tossing and turning and i couldn't sleep one night and i was how can I say this? Sometimes sentences pop up in my mind and I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm clairvoyant, but maybe it's because I'm just an overthinker. I don't know. I could overthink that right now, but I'm not. <laughs> so grown-ups don't get along better. They are just better at hiding. And let me just first of all start off by telling you I don't feel like I'm a grown-up, you know? Sometimes I don't. Oftentimes I actually don't feel like I'm a grown-up, even though I'm 31 years old. I mean, picture that. I am sitting on the floor in my bedroom recording this podcast, and it's pretty messy in here. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like Garrett Watts, you know? <laughs> I love him so much. That was no shade at all, because I relate to him so much that I can't even begin to tell you. But um, if you don't know Garrett Watts, he's an amazing YouTuber. I love him so much. I have his merch here. 
guess what? I haven't even unpacked it. That's my chaotic mind. But I'm going to do this today, I promise. So what I wanted to say actually was that really I do not feel like I am a grown-up because when you are in your teenage years, you always have this picture of being grown-up, what it is like. What are grown-ups? <laughs> what kind of species are they? <laughs> well, to me, it was always like a grown-up is someone who is older. Of course, when you're 16, being 31 is like hella old. <laughs> so to some, I might seem hella old and that automatically puts me in the category of has a decent job, has everything figured out, has a nice apartment, does things in an order every time, got their life planned out. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is how you pictured the grown-up life. It's being financially and emotionally stable and maybe even owning a house <laughs> and stuff like that, you know? Recently, I've been pondering a lot about the topic of suffering and the dark night of the soul, which essentially also led me to this. Let me just build the bridge. Well, isn't it interesting that many of us have the perception that others, others can be many things, could be your colleagues, your friends, could be in school, the elders, the grown-ups. <laughs> so others have it all figured out when clearly it is not the case. This question I have dissected a couple of episodes ago where I was really diving into exactly this, into this comparison as the thief of joy, into comparing yourself to other people and at the same time reducing your own joy by doing so. So I will not dissect this today because I've been already, you know, doing this. Now, following up to that question and my conclusion of we do have an incorrect way and i'm not saying wrong because that sounds so accusatory but we are having an incorrect way of looking at things because we we really it's not fair and it's not you know it's just not right <laughs> to to say well everything is great except except from what's happening to me and everybody's got it figured out except me. So you really can't look at things that way because that is so unfair towards yourself. And I even go as far as to say, um, should we even bother? Like, should you even bother? Should you, well, first of all, should you even be a grown-up? Should you even join that club? Because as far as I see it, being in the club of grown-ups is not the best thing ever. Like, you can be grown-up on paper, but you can choose to not belong to this grown-up quote-unquote group, if it makes sense. I mean, maybe to some people what I'm saying is making absolutely no sense at all, but to me it's making sense. So anyways, um, <laughs> so I think that when you are in this phase of your life where responsibilities are increasing, which is to me the grown-up phase, so you're out of school, 
and in the time where you're maybe in college, the grown-up phase hasn't really started because trouble is not hitting its peak. <laughs> like trouble, when you were 16, trouble is like, oh, your parents mad at you, ooh, you're in trouble. Now trouble is you can't pay off your debt and, you know, you got health issues and you got issues with your neighbors, you got issues in the job life, whatever, you know, things that are piling up. And I really almost feel, I don't know about you guys, tell me if you'd like to on my Instagram. Um, I almost feel like it's, you're having like one issue that's popping up out of nowhere. And the second issue is popping up, next issue is popping up. And you're, you're just trying to like, you know, get all those fires, um, put all those fires out and extinguish all the fires that are lighting up in your life. And there are 10 more lighting up at the same time and you just don't know. If there will ever be a, a, a phase or a moment in time ever again where you can just completely be like, well, I got everything, everything's done. You know, my whole to-do list, it's all done. Because as far as I'm concerned, and I don't even have kids, keep that in mind. If I had kids, I'd probably be like, okay, what? You know what? Screw that. My to-do list is never going to be finished ever again in my life. Because that's not to say that you shouldn't have children. I'm just telling you my view on it. Because me with my ADHD, and as severe as it is, and I'm unmedicated, so... <laughs> I choose to not take medication for my ADHD because I'm just not the friend of this because it's making me uncreative. <laughs> it's taking away my spark. It's taking away my creativity, which is something that I love about myself. And one of the things I cherish most about how I was created. <laughs> so, you know, anywho, and I wonder if I'm like the only one because that is something that we in the human existence often experience is we think that we are the only one who feels XYZ when in reality, if you're talking to the right people, you're going to see that, well, you're actually not the only one. So I figure I might not be the only one seeing this. And it's, yeah, it is frustrating. What can we do? Well, I think that's what I what I really came to the conclusion in the end. You can't really do much about the situation itself. So you can't really do much about bills coming in, responsibilities, outside forces, if you want to tell it, you know, if you want to say like this, like your, your boss, your friends who maybe are not respecting your boundaries or co-workers or neighbors or whatever it is you're frustrated about. You cannot really control other people's behavior. You cannot control the responsibilities that you have. Well, okay, you can control them in a certain way. You can say, well, I'm going to try to eliminate all responsibilities that I can and try to live a life with the least amount of responsibility, but still you cannot escape it. You know what I'm trying to say with that is you can only change your outlook on it. So I have begun to 
not be so hard on myself. When I screw something up, then so be it. Uh, when when I don't hit my daily goal to get my whole to-do list finished in a day because something comes up that is unexpected, then it is like this. I'm not going to reduce my value if I want to say it like this, like just to put it really harsh, I'm not going to reduce my value just because I have not finished each and every single to do on my list. And sometimes it's even, it even gets to the point where I am wondering, is it all necessary? What we are all doing in this grown up life? Is it, is it really necessary to micromanage and, and, try to control our whole existence and put it into categories and put it into to-do lists and make everything so complicated. I mean, no wonder why so many people are on this point where they are um, looking for or searching and longing for a life that is simplistic and, and minimal and maybe even giving away their stuff or reducing their stuff at least and I am at the same point because it is almost like you're on a treadmill (laughs) as a grown-up quote-unquote you're on this treadmill where you actually didn't even want to be on in the first place but it's been said yeah you know you got to step on that treadmill right now and then it gets started and you kind of it seems like you can't get off of it anymore you're you gotta just do what everyone else is doing and you're in this illusion that you have to carry on this exact way even though it is exhausting you exhausting you to the point where you don't know if you can what's it gonna be is it gonna be like this for the next 40 years and if so then i really don't want that you know things like this thoughts like that pop up in your head and I think it's really time if you're going through the same period (laughs) um, to really ask yourself, really, is it necessary to live my life that way? Which adjustments can I make for myself in my environment? What can I control? Of course, there's always going to be, if you're like in a a circle or a bubble, there's going to be things outside this bubble that you cannot control. Let's just take your apartment as an example. You might be in an apartment, you're feeling safe at home, you're feeling good. But of course, as soon as you step out of your apartment, you always have to face situations that are tough, idiots, (laughs) a-holes, people outside in this world who are not good, who are actually very evil and may want to harm you. You're, You're facing dangers each and every day. But there is things that you can control and there is things that you can decide. And the the most enlightening thing that I recently had, like from my own experience, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but habits, habits, um, especially the older you get, because in a teenage part of your life, you're still your brain is not fully formed until you're 25. So after this, our brain doesn't only decrease in its ability, (laughs) which is very scary if you think about it, that 
from 25 on, your body's decaying and your brain function is also slowly going down. Well, yeah, of course, we're going to all live, but you know, it's just harder for us to form new habits, to break the cycle, to break the patterns, to break maybe negative assumptions about ourselves. Things like, oh, I can't do it because I can't be self-employed. I need to stay in this job that drains me and takes away my will to live because I'm not able to build something for myself because I am bad, because XYZ said so. You know what I'm saying? Like these things, some, some, um, let me just think about how I'm going to phrase this because this episode is not scripted. So you hear me rambling <laughs> and I hope you're going to enjoy it. Really, while I'm recording this, I, <laughs> I'm already thinking about, oh my God, I hope you're going to enjoy this. But this is just my inner critic speaking here. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Identifying these negative thought patterns. We think our everyday habits, what we do, that's all the truth. It is our system. That's how the computer is programmed. Think of yourself as a, as a computer. And it's been running for years and years without any problems. And you might think, well, I'm just going to let that system run like that because it's not causing any havoc. It's not going wild. So I'm just going to let that run. I'm not going to do an update. Who knows what could happen if I do this update? Maybe my computer won't work anymore and stuff like that. And you're always having an excuse for not breaking your everyday patterns because it's safe. Let's just face it, it's safe. We all tend to be in our comfort zone, whatever your comfort zone may be. For some people, comfort zone is I'm not ever leaving my house if I don't have to. For some people, comfort zone is I'm going bungee jumping, you know? <laughs> um, everyone has their own limits and I'm not telling you to do something really crazy and um, putting your life in danger. That is not at all what I'm speaking about. I'm really speaking about um, <clears throat> seeing yourself in a, in a much more confident way and taking steps towards things that actually scare you but you know they are good for you for you in the long run like for me it was something simple I might sound ridiculous right now but for me it was something simple like going to a doctor's appointment which I've been postponing for two and a half years because I was scared and you know taking responsibility but taking them in the right areas and what i mean by that is really the areas that are good for you not what society tells you things like i know that i have to leave my job because it makes me really 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 unhappy but the anxiety has been keeping me from it and the what society says has been keeping me from it but i know for myself that i have to do it so i'm going to do it i'm gonna stand up for myself that is what i'm talking about and you know that is also why I'd really this grown-up to to make a bridge again to that topic of grown-ups being a grown-up <laughs> um most grown-ups <laughs> it's funny like actually i'm a grown-up but i'm talking about it as if i don't belong to that group maybe you feel me on that like most people in this world 
they just run on autopilot and you cannot really blame them. Like running on autopilot is the easiest thing to do and it's probably going to be the thing that will will bring you the least change. And the least change means I'm going to be in my comfort zone. But the least change also means I'm not going to have the biggest accomplishments because whenever you want to do something big, you always have to at least take a slight risk before, whatever it might be, because you're always like the the better the accomplishment, the greater the risk, you know, the greater the gain, the greater is the possible loss that you face. So I think that is what I am essentially trying to, well, there are two things that I'm trying to point out. Point one is really finding out what is important to you if you subtract all that society expects from you. So everything that your aunt, your grandma, your friends in high school, everybody would want for you because they don't know the real, real, real you, you know? Maybe your spouse knows the real you, but the real, real, raw, inner, the the true authentic person is, is a person we often do not show even to our closest people because maybe we are afraid that what we actually want in life might not make everybody happy maybe you're a people pleaser like me so it's really time to face this this person that you are because you deserve it like how much of our time is spent in this grown-up world to fit in to to please to follow along the crowd and i just think not to be like rude or something it's total bs and you're gonna hear this from a lot of people who are elderly who are saying i regret it so 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 much that i did not follow my dream i did not take the risk and now i'm sitting here and i'm old and weak and i'm ill and i can't do these things anymore and and this wish inside of your heart is burning so <laughs> it's really making you sick in the end to to know this time is not going to be given back to you and that is essentially what motivates me and drives me to do things that other people would condemn as crazy like how can you follow this path if you don't earn money from it like what are you even doing Well, I think it's really not about making money in the first place with what you want in life. It's really about finding out in the first place, what would I do if money was not an option? And what would I do if really also take all the societal norms away, take this what I should do away and replace it with really what I want to do from the bottom of my heart. Money will follow later on, but really think about this. This is a hard question. (laughs) This is really a hard question. And my second point that I wanted to make with this episode is, I'm going to repeat the sentence again because I think it's really crucial. Grown-ups don't get along better. They are just better at hiding. And that is a lie. Um, the sentence is not a lie, but the idea of grown-ups having everything figured out is a lie that has been told us our whole lives. When we are younger, when you're a teenager and you think your parents have it all figured out and you see their lives and you think, oh, you know, 
they have everything they know the answers because of course your parents don't want to show you that they are also just sometimes pretty helpless in this world and they feel pretty lost actually and that probably everyone is feeling pretty lost from time to time and and questioning their whole existence let us just embrace this why should we you know why do we have to put on this facade and this mask the world would be a much better place you don't have to be completely raw authentic and honest with every single one every single person you meet because that will be probably dangerous <laughs> but I think it's really ridiculous what we're kind of doing with this pretend, with this mask, with this pretend. It's to me, I don't know, it's been a couple of months, maybe a year where I had this deep inner urge to drop the mask and just be myself. And I don't really care if many people like me because I think it's more valuable that the right people like you your tribe, the people who belong to you, than having the praise and attention of everyone. Because that is, what value does it have if it's all a lie? And I think it's also something comforting about this idea of everyone you see go out on the street, every person you meet, you look them in the face and you don't know how they're really feeling. You don't know about their day. You don't know what they're facing which drama they have faced already or what they're going to face as soon as they come home, you know? And that is essentially it. Um, some people are just better at hiding. And you yourself have to decide how much you're hiding and with whom you can just drop it and say, you know what, actually, man, or actually girl <laughs> when you're with your homies or some people you trust actually i'm not that fine and i think that is a brave thing to do and i think that's an empowering thing to do like you know sometimes it is really a healing conversation where you just can come to a friend and turn to a friend and just both be like yeah i feel you i'm going through the same mess currently and maybe, you know, it doesn't even have to spiral into you being negative all the time. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just feeling that this toxic, quote unquote, positivity of we're all happy all the time. Everybody's got it all figured out. What the media portrays, what your life should be. It's just creating a greater gap between, oh my God, I have to hide how I'm, how I'm really feeling inside. But then you cannot really overcome this. It's a trap. You cannot really overcome your struggles if you're not even allowed to show them how are you supposed to overcome them. Plus, it puts a stigma on it. Like, it puts a huge stigma on people who just say, well, I'm chaotic or, well, I honestly, I have problems with, I don't know, taking phone calls or making an appointment or easy things, quote unquote. Where other people say, well, I don't have a problem with that. Why are we judging so much? Why are we putting on these masks? These are the questions that I, myself, am pondering on these days. And I have come to the conclusion that it is okay to struggle in different areas. And I think that's also the, the magical thing about people is everyone has unique 
strengths and what someone finds very hard is easy for someone else and vice versa and we should really start to open up more and i can only encourage you to do this and yes maybe you do not have a lot of people who you can open up to in that way which i totally understand and it also is a process of of opening up after years of masking and not really telling how you feel because then it can happen that you don't even know how you feel that happened to me also it was a gradual process of learning to express my emotions again because i was very much in my masculine energy of this achieving doing i'm the i'm the doer i want to be successful that's a whole other topic but what i'm trying to say if you do not feel like you have i don't know the people to talk about these issues with that's totally fine i think that will come as you go on your path i think what you can do and that is my pro tip <laughs> to this and my ending tip for this episode start to write it down that was to me a big big help in many different situations from fears and anxiety that i had or inner conflicts that I was fighting, um, past issues that came up and that really needed to be discussed or at least let out at some point. Because we all know what happens if we don't let out our feelings. We lash out on other people or we harm ourselves through behavioral patterns. And what really is cool you don't have to do it every day. You, even, you don't even have to do it every week. You can do it whenever you feel like it and on your own terms. Just journal. Get a pen and paper. Put it in your phone. I don't know. Write it down on your computer. Whatever is your method of choice for this. But it really is a, a wholesome and a healing experience to... Just let these feelings flow. Let these feelings flow onto paper, and I don't want to compare it to a therapy session because that's a little bold. <laughs> but to me, it kind of is. So that is my tip for you today. In this, uh, on the end of this episode, guys, let's just talk more about feelings, and let's just end this shit show of. I'm sorry for cursing but of this masking and pretending to be someone. It will bite you someday, you know? It bit me pretty hard. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'd be really curious to know your experiences with that all, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode, even though it was rambling. I'm honest, guys, it's past eight. It's evening. I've been in the forest half of the day to shoot some videos for YouTube because I'm working on a new project and... I hope it's going to drop soon. By the way, I'm going to do some shameless self-advertisement because, you know, it's the end of the episode. I want to just, if you're a new listener, I want to give you some basic info where you can find me. So you can find me on Instagram at The Witch's Haunt. I also have a YouTube channel where my name is Cedar Moon. That is like the Cedar and Moon, Cedar Moon. And I have an Etsy shop that I recently set up so if you want to support me, there's a few ways that you can actually really help me out because this is self-produced. I don't have any sponsors yet. And yeah, 
that's just a lot of work that's going into my social media. So if you want to support me, I'd be super happy and thrilled if you check out my Insta because I post almost daily witch tips there, useful info about herbs and crystals and spell work and, you know, you can be kind of part of my life and see behind the scenes of my YouTube videos and stuff. And if you want to buy some witchy supplies, some self-made spell jars and witches' besoms and brooms for your altar and much, much more, you can head on over to my Etsy shop, The Witch's Haunt, where I am going to be making huge sales in the next couple of months. So be prepared. You can just follow me there so you will never miss a sale and you can get up to 20% off on your next order. So... If you want to check that out, just head on over and the link is also, of course, in the show notes. But yeah, that is it from me today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you don't want to miss another episode, follow me on Spotify to never miss a new one. And until then, I wish you a wonderful and magical time ahead. And remember to listen to your intuition because magic lives in all of us. Blessed be.